Hello everybody, this is my uh, Craig Day uh, again, do you know what, I've been, I've done two sound checks for this, one with the mic and one without the mic, because I wanted to like find out what's the best, because I've come to the conclusion that the mic's better upstairs because the room's smaller and it's a bit more echoey, and it gives it like a focal point, that's oh, my alarm, um, and it gives me a four couple of times. I also have to set alarms all throughout the day to remember to do everything. That's been snoozed as well since 11 o'clock. Well, it's been snoozed since half ten. Um, absolute nightmare. Uh, but I will make sure I do it today. So, this is going to be my Craig David video. What was I even saying then? I was talking about something completely different. All oh, the microphones. Do you know what I mean? So, how many times do I not finish stories on this? I've... So I, I actually, again, and I'm sticking by this, still to this day, the only one I've watched back, technically not true now, but the first live chat's the only one I've fully watched back where I've watched the chat. But I did watch back the um, Airport Lounge live chat, but in Lynn's, why, why did I why was, why did I find myself re-watching that back? Uh, oh yeah, because our trains, I didn't really watch it all the way, our trains got delayed. That Lynn's journey home was the worst. Our trains got delayed, which made us get into Vienna late and miss all the trains that we could have got so we didn't have to stress getting to the airport. So we missed like three decent trains to get to the... Uh, no, Bratislava, sorry, our train to Bla Bratislava. No, was it? Bra oh, no, from Vienna to Bla... Yes, it was our train to Vienna that got uh, delayed. And then... Or we missed all the decent trains to get to Bratislava without having to stress about the flight. Uh, got to Bratislava like an hour, an hour and 20 minutes before our flight and then it was like a 25 minute drive. But to be honest, it must be the smallest airport of all time. We got through in about 10 minutes. They don't even make you take your liquids or anything out of your bag or your phone or any of your electronics. I just left my laptop in my bag. They just told me to put my bag in, take my jacket off and put my wallet in and my, uh, and my phone and that was it. And walk through the scanners. I uh, didn't even... In Manchester Airport, you have to fucking strip everything, don't you? Um, easiest airport ever, and then it didn't matter anyway because we got fucking delayed for like two and a half hours in the end. Oh, it was the worst. First, we just got delayed and delayed. There was a thingy that went over the uh, Tannoy in Bratislava. <laughs> what is it? Slovakia. I only found out Bratislava, what country Bratislava was in, about 10 minutes before the airport lounge. Didn't even know. For some reason, I don't I can't believe I didn't know. But well, probably an hour before when we all made the plan to lie to Mark and tell him um, that the the currency was Serbian something, but he knew anyway. So it's Slovakia, isn't it? Yeah, Slovakia. Um, whatever they speak. And then I was messing about saying that's going to be half light. Turns out it was half light. Ah, oh, the worst. And then the, what was worse than that? They left us in the normal airport for an hour and a half, so that wasn't too bad because we could chill in that. I got some food and stuff. But then they moved us into like. The bit after you give them your passport, um, but before you get on the plane, the plane I don't think the plane the plane hadn't even arrived. We had to like get on the case to get out and go to the toilet, and then I said, "Can I go and get a drink?" And they were like, "Nah, we're setting off now." We still didn't set off for about another half an hour after that. Couldn't get drinks, couldn't do nothing. Not one of this isn't one of them. Like, look, oh my god, who was with five Reiner left us stranded for an hour, <laughs> an hour and an hour and ten minutes in a thing. Probably would have been a bit annoying if I had kids, but I didn't have kids with me, so. Um, but yeah, we were there for an hour and a bit and then we got on the flight and then landed in fucking Manchester Airport and couldn't get off the fl flight for probably about, I don't know, maybe half an hour, 40 minutes or something because uh, some f I didn't even have a clue. I 
basically fell asleep for the full flight with my head, both my headphones in, would wake up every like half an hour because you can't really sleep on a flight and then get back to sleep after like 10 minutes. Wake, so plane lands, I'm fucking ready to get off, roasting hot, and um, the plane can't move because they're, they're waiting for the police to come and arrest some guy who had a fucking sig uh, in the bog's the fucking idiot. Is that not why vapes exist now? So you can have a vape in the bog and no one will even know on a plane. Or even just at your seat if you blow it in the right place. Fuck me. What, why would you have a sig in the toilet? So, oh, it was a nightmare. Um, and then we had to get trains home and everything and obviously we missed all the convenient trains back from Manchester Airport because we were so late getting in. <sighs> but that's just my morning about uh, Linz. But yeah, sorry, completely off topic there. So that was, um, that. so I watched that. Well, we were, well, we were just chilling in the room in the morning of our journey home and the f- train kept getting delayed so we was just chilling with the tv on but it was one of them where it only had like in- uh, bbc news on thing yeah i watched a bit of the airport one back the airport one was all right but i feel like we were just too pissed or i was definitely too pissed not everyone really got any airtime mate tomo jumped on and found out it's not it's not as easy as it looks in all this definitely isn't i'm knackered by the way but yeah I'm going to get stuck into this because I'm five minutes in and I haven't spoke one, ever spoke about anything about Craig David. I think just about people not knowing who, he's, who he is. I can't have even said that. This is my Craig David video and this is a subject very close to my heart. I'm going to be able to speak about this passionately. And I feel like if you can speak about something passionately, um, you can do a good job about it. So, notes I um, have done. Hang on. Uh, how do I get them on? There you go. So all I've got for notes, I, I haven't done notes again because I just feel like it's more fun to wing it and like sort of search notes. But I have wrote his albums in order. Is that I've wrote his albums in order so that I knew what he'd done because that would could have took ages to find out. And guess what I found out as well? This is how well I'll get onto it. But even more fell off. He did a covers album. Didn't even know. It. I thought the covers album. And the Greatest Hits album were the same album. I didn't realise he'd done the Greatest Hits, then a cover album. That shows how far someone falls off in it. Um, but yeah, I'll get to that now. But yeah, this is a topic I feel passionate about because f- three different people now have asked me, well, I've heard Craig David on with me. And I like, when one of his songs come on from Born to Do It, come on, I like proper, get hyped and love it. And usually for do this exact spiel that I'm now about to record myself doing about how sick he is and everything. And they, they didn't, there's three different people now haven't even known Craig David existed other than they thought he was a DJ or this new fucking iteration of himself as like a weird club guy. And it, it's sad, but I kind of understand when, I, when I've like looked back, when I think of his career and I look back at him, I understand because Born, was born, born to do it was the only good album he did, wasn't it? But it was just unbelievable. So that's why you get, that's why it's, it's such a, it's such a big thing. But um, but yeah, she was. So I'm trying to think where to start with this. Born, should we just start? The start, born to do it, wasn't it? Born to do it is one of the best. I always say this is one of the best albums of all time. UK albums of all time, ever. One of the best UK albums ever released from anybody in this country. I'm talking from bands, your fucking Beatles, all of them, all the people that people think are amazing. I don't know if people think Adele is critically as good as she is commercially but Adele anyone who what's what's critically acclaimed English album UK albums born to do it is at the top with them a million percent it's a 
one of the best R and B R and B would you R and B R and B in it. One of the best R and B slash uh, there's bits of garage, well maybe two garage songs on it you could say, but one of the best R and B albums of all time. I'd say ever in any any country, but one of the best UK albums ever released. And he released it when he was eighteen. Well, wrote and produced most of it when he was eighteen, and released it when he was nineteen. Imagine releasing an album that good when you're eighteen, nineteen. And he was the boy, wasn't he? He was the boy in in the UK for about what two years, three years at a push. The boy, like he was the guy. He was the celebrity. He was a fucking. And back then, it was definitely. To be to be a black man as well. He was a black man who was one of the, who was the boy in the UK, mate. It must have been sick. This is before all everybody's got a camera. Before there's fucking online, so everything gets everything you do gets grassed up, mate. He must have had the sickest time. Been the, it must have been the best time ever. He was the boy, mate, and that album is unbelievable. Think, oh, do you know that's one thing I should have. But I suppose I, I do know most. I know all the songs on Born to Do It, but probably not the others. Think of the songs that are on Born to Do It, right? And that's this is this is another thing that I looked at before. So obviously, I, I would have been a kid at the time. Um, but have you seen the so the album rollout, the single rollout for Born to Do It? Let me just get on it because I was on it before. Uh, Discovery, uh, Discovery. Uh, here we go. Yeah. So Fill Me In came out. Think about it. Now there's never any big. Back in the day, there used to be good album rollouts, singles, couple of singles, and then the album would come out, or one single album comes out, or sometimes even a few singles, and then the album comes out. Or it was very rare, like nowhere you don't they don't really. Oh, that, Alarm's gone off again. Snooze that alarm. I've been snoozing that alarm since half ten. Um, so there's not that many times, is there, where you get a, a, a good album rollout. So Fill Me In came out, Seven Days came out. Think of them two coming out one after the other as your debut single and then the follow-up. And then your album comes out after them two. Goes to number one. And then Walking Away and Rendezvous. Rendezvous is one of the best songs of all time. Best UK songs of all time. Best, to me, probably... Yeah, is the best song on, on an album full of unbelievable songs. And that was the fourth single to come out. No wonder the album did so well. It's one of the best albums ever. And look at that when you go on producer, Craig David, number one producer, obviously next to Mark Hill, but he's the he's first. And yeah, R&B and, Gar- and Two Step Garage, yeah, I would have said that. Um, producer, writer, everything. It's not like Bieber released a sick album, when, and he did when he was 18, but he's just singing songs that people are telling him to do. And he's not making beats. Does he even make beats still to this day? Do you know what I mean? Another alarm's gone off. Two different alarms have gone off. Um, since I started this video, and this video's also 10 minutes, and we're only on Born to Do It, but where's the rush when we're talking about Craig David? Right, that is an unbelievable single rollout, and the album's unbelievable, right? Think of the songs that you've got on Born to Do It that are all-time songs. Let's go on the track list. Fill Me In, all-time UK song. Can't be messing around. It's not an all-time UK song, uh, great song, but it's a good song, and... You expect on, think of any of your of your favourite albums, two, three tracks of filler, and then a good album, makes it a great album if there's not much filler, but you still expect a couple of songs of filler, but say, let's say Can't Be Messing Around is one of the, uh, one of the filler songs, unbelievable filler song, Rendezvous, one of the best songs ever, Seven Days, unbelievable, Follow Me, tune, Follow Me, Follow Me to my bedroom, unbelievable, Last Night, unbelievable, Walking Away, commercial song, obviously, the whole album's obviously proper commercial, but like one of his songs that released as a single, unbelievable. Time to party. How good is time to party? The time to on Friday. It's time to party. One of the best. Again, Booty Man. Oh, I do like Booty Man, but it's I suppose it's not the best best song. That's the worst song I'd say on the album. But like it is a, it's a, like a how he sings it, and the, if you listen to the lyrics and that, it is like a chilled song. Um, Once in a lifetime. 
little slow one, unbelievable. You know what is again like the booty man, but like I said, two to three filler songs, so you've got you can't can't be messing around, which is a good filler song, and then booty man and once uh, and you know what as two okay filler songs that you can listen to. They're not great, I'll be honest. But then rewind, rewind, last song of the album, ending the song with rewind, one of the best garage songs ever. And Garage is a series, I used to actually like Garage a bit more when I was younger because my dad kind of liked it. Um, so, and I've, I've been to like a festival where it's like, where it was predominantly Garage and stuff. I did I did, I did get into Garage and I, I can listen to Garage. And Rewind's one of the best Garage songs of all time and he's not even a Garage artist. And that's why I like Artful Dodger. I've seen Artful Dodger live a couple of times just on the basis of knowing they did the song with Craig David and the good live. Um, ridiculous, unbelievable album. Look at... Two, maybe so, two songs that you'd probably skip if they came on on your playlist. The rest you'd let play, and then some of them you'd go and search up, seek them out, and play them, wouldn't you? Right. But that's where the problem. This is where the problem ends. How do you how do you uh, match that album? How do you how do you go with that album and, and release anything again? And then slicker than your average comes out. And <sighs> rise and fall is up there with all of his other songs in terms of being one of his best songs I, ref- I think Rise and-, Rise and Fall you'd never skip it it's unbelievable Sting's part and it's perfect the lyrics are basically about him falling off and going wild and everything which he must have done um, but that's the only song on the album innit I was looking before to just thinking is there anything that I don't remember there's nothing on that album is there Spanish is we know it and you could sing along to it but it's, n- it's not a good song uh, what's your flavour tell me what's your f- or like Again, I don't think it's not won't be on my big playlist where I shuffle it and just listen to whatever during the day, and then it's just rise and fall. So the whole point of this how this this video is like going over Craig David's career, and we'll get to the Bore Selector stuff. And he like I think that makes it easier for him to say like, oh, Bore Selector's the reason why why he fell off and why people stopped taking him seriously. And it's probably the reason why people stopped taking him seriously because it was bad. It was bad at the time, and obviously it's the it's um. Even the name Bore Selectors from Rewind. So it was bad and, I'm, and it, people probably did take the piss out of him for it, especially in that era as well where like probably wasn't like this, not this, well, there definitely wasn't the same sort of like views on bullying and stuff um, and especially like media bullying, do you know what I mean, to pushing people to the edge. But he musically fell off. He fell off, didn't he? Let's, like I just said, slicker. So there's not one person who likes Craig David and I love Craig David who's got anything from the story goes and then was the next one, trust me, yeah, and then it goes, story goes, trust me, uh, greatest hits, cover album, which a cover album I didn't even know existed. Um, I've got not, I, the story goes and trust me, I've never not even listened to pretty much all the songs on trust me and the story goes, I know I've definitely heard them all once or twice and I haven't said I've got any on my playlist, they're not good at all, none of them are good and trust me is terrible. So, if you've got one song released in three albums that you've, that's unbelievable and that you'd re-listen to, it's not really because the TV show came out, is it? Um, and do you know what? I never actually looked, but when did Bo Selector come out? Because I'm pretty sure Bo Selector was after 2007. So did Bo Selector not... See, Bo Selector... Oh, no, 2002. Do you know what? And that is when Born to, the Born to Do It album came out. But nah, but the, the songs are shit. Even if he was getting terrorised by Keith Lemon and his songs we were releasing was as good as Born to, Born to Do It, people would still listen to him, so I don't think it's that. But yeah, them two albums are shocking. And then, so this is where I got, not got back into him, but 
rediscovered him a little bit because I just fell off. Uh, what obviously you didn't have like Instagram and stuff like that, that, so you didn't keep up with people, even if you weren't necessarily into them. So I started fell out with Craig David, and then he was on Soccer AM, uh, fucking flogging his greatest hits album, and he was on Soccer AM when Soccer AM was good, and he released, um, and he was talking about his 2008. Would that have been the tour? When did I go and watch him on a greatest hit? I went and watched him on his greatest hits tour of the rich year. And that was been years after. I must have just maybe advertised him on Twitter. Maybe I think it was actually Instagram, and that's why I bought him. I think that was later on with Instagram. So yeah, he was on Soccer AM with this greatest hits thing, and he released uh, a, 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 one original song with all his greatest hits, and it was Insomnia, and it's a fucking tune. Maybe there's a couple words you love because maybe that's new as well. But Insomnia, and it was a fucking tune, and that's what he performed live on Soccer AM. And Insomnia is a tune. It's a dance song from him which is mad because I hate his, dan his dance future, but Insomnia is a sick song by Greg David. It came out in 2008, and so there's, there's another song to add to the list, but two from four albums. Um, and do you know what's mad about that Insomnia? Yeah, that came out in 2008, and it was... Let's see what it did in the charts. It's not a big song at all. It was not big in this country at all. But look at that, yeah, when I'm looking at it now, I've never checked that Belgium in number four, yeah? How fucking mad is this? So UK, 43. You knew if a song didn't get in the UK top 40 back in the day. That's what I used to look for back in the day. It had flopped. It went in at 43. But number four, Belgium. So look at this, 2008 that came out. And then we went to Genk. Um, we flew to Genk when Liverpool played Genk in the Champions League. And we'd all... Why was we pissed? Oh, so the, the taxi from the airport to our digs... Um, or was it? No, that was it. We what? We got a taxi to the soup. We got walked to the supermarket, bought all shit to put in the digs, and then got a taxi back because it was heavy. And in that taxi back, so we'd been drinking in the airport. That's why I was thinking, why was I pissed in the back of this taxi? Insomnia by Craig David came on. We played Genk in what two thousand and eighteen? Was that the Kiev year? Was Genk the Kiev year? Two thousand eighteen. Ten years later, a song that flopped in England was on in the taxi. I couldn't believe it, but now it makes sense. It, it went number four in Belgium. In Belgium, in the uh, chart, is it massive in Belgium or something? Unbelievable song, yeah. Um, in some, I don't really know where I was going with this, but yeah, he was selling his greatest hits album. Um, and then he, I didn't realise after that he did that. I did saw, it's weird, I knew he had an album called Signs he Sealed Delivered, and I did know that, I've seen it before, but I thought that was his greatest hits album. It's only when I've just looked like an hour before this video um, to check like check his list, his, his albums in order, that I realised Signs Sealed Delivered is a covers album, and the greatest hits one was just called The Greatest Hits that he was selling in 2008 when I watched it on Soccer Aim. There's my alarm again. Can you hear that? Stop. I can't stop it because I need it. I've stopped it now, so I'll probably never do that. Um, <laughs> L Hamlet. He has just confirmed a date for the walk and talk right now as I'm doing this video. Um, but I'm not telling you when. So, yeah, he did a... Imagine he released a Greatest Hits album, then a covers album. That's when you fell off. Nothing's fell off more than a covers album, has it? Maybe I'm trying to think about it. no, no, because people make a lot of money on YouTube from covers and that. But back in the day, it's the same as like how you can make big actors can make TV shows now, and it's fine. But back in the day, if you was a film a film actor and you made a TV show, you'd fell off. Well, if you did a greatest greatest hits, then a covers album back to back. Back in the day, you'd fell off. And then after Sign Sealed delivered, was when he just did that. So six years later, so you're talking. My lap, there's my second alarm, but I can stop that one. Um, why am I still snoozing my alarm, which is telling me to do this video? Um, 
following my intuition, that's when that came, all that era came out after this. So I went watching him in between. I must have watched him 2015 then because it was a year late. No, two years later. That's 2014. Whenever, whenever he did his greatest hits tour in the uh, in the UK, I um, I went and watched him at the Ritz, and there was what's the it weren't sold out. Definitely weren't sold out, and tickets were about. 15 quid, me and my mate Christian went and uh, he did, it was his greatest hits tour, it was called his greatest hits tour and it was sick, he was really good and then halfway through the tour, halfway through the songs, so he left loads of songs that he knew people would want to stay for, he said, uh, but I knew he did this TS5 because I used to follow him on Instagram, that's how I knew he got the tickets actually, yes, he, used, he used to live stream TS5 and he'd be in his, because if you remember, after all that boss letter stuff, Craig David fucking got off to Miami, lived in a sick apartment in Miami for years, he was a, he made fucking millions from touring and everything, and his album deals and everything back back in the day, because even his, even that second album sold crazy amounts, so he was still rich as fuck, mustn't have blew his money. And he lived in Miami, living it up. He used to be sick on Instagram. He used to do lives, lives and stuff. Always used to be bad into the, uh, big into the gym and that. I remember he used to always. This is more that annoyed me. He used to listen to sick R and B songs on his uh, store uh, while he was in the gym, and he used to always put captions like oh, R and B, all only R and B, like R and B all the time, like saying that he listens to slow R and B in the gym, and he listened to R and B all the time. He'd always be making R and B like songs with shit and that. And then just sold out fully, but I don't blame him for selling out for the for cashing in on that market. Like it must have been shit being a has been. Um, but yeah, we went watching him, and it was dead. And he, he said, "I've been doing these TS fives. Would anybody mind if I did one for half an hour?" Rolls in this fucking DJ booth bit thing, and about two hundred people of the people that were there left because <laughs> it was that shit. But I didn't mind it because he used to put in like Bieber in it and stuff. I'm not. I've mentioned Bieber twice in this video. He used to add Bieber and stuff in it and he'd sing Bieber's parts or Bieber would sing his parts, but then he'd put a little rap in there and that. And it was good and he did all the songs. I remember he did. And Artful Dodger also did this on the boat party. He did it. He used to do a sick version of that um, Sorry by Monster Boy. You know, like, I can't live. No one sings worse than me, but he's keener to sing than me. That Without you, I know I did you wrong. He, did, he used to do a sick version to that live. So we stayed anyway, me and Christian, and then he... Finished with like maybe did like walking away or whatever and everyone people who was like proper wanted to see that stayed for it, but but there was not seven hundred people six hundred people there yet. I think it was a year the either the next year or two years later someone checked the time oh it was when this album came out so two thousand and what did I just check then two thousand and sixteen yeah he sold out the Manchester Arena and released a second date and sold out the Manchester Arena on the second date as well and I just could not believe it with this fucking dance shit. Um, but smashed it. I'm, I was happy. I, so people used to go. I because we used to like staying at Ibiza Rocks in Ibiza because the hotel was like sound and it was a laugh and it was always like booming and busy. But we would only go to like the pool party if it wasn't as cringy. But like Craig David, Joel Corey, you're not going to them pool parties because they're just ridiculous. And you'd we'd laugh at the people who would be staying at Ibiza Rocks who would like be partying with who would say they were going and they'd be like, "Do you not like Craig David?" And I'd be like, "Yes, I." do like Craig David but not this version of Craig David but yeah and he then he released that I remember he did that one song with Big Nasty didn't he or Big Nasty whatever it's called but have I just, have I just is it Big Nasty have I just said like done this my Scottish side just came out done the whitest pronunciation of it pronunciation whatever but he did When the Bass Line Drops with um, Big Nasty didn't it is that what it was yeah and it did okay didn't it and then after that it was what was the other one after that uh Nothing like this with Blonde. Was that the one I'm thinking? Did that go number one? One of his songs went number one. No, that went number six. One more time. 
Which song went number one? And that's what? Blew him up. The comeback. No holding back. It was featuring someone. This is what... Why did I not check this? Nothing like this. It wasn't nothing like this. Maybe it wasn't on his album. Uh, Craig David, hang on. See, this is why I should definitely start doing a bit of research. I didn't research any of his singles. Right, what was the one that went number one here? I'm on his thing. Oh, was it Was it? I Know, I know You? I remember that with Bastille. That was phew, shit again, wasn't it? Well, I don't think he even had a number one. I know his album went number one. That... Um, that yellow album went number one, the Hold My Intuition, which was massive for him. He must have been buzzing though to have another number one album again. Imagine being back on top of the world after falling off so much. Um, but no, I thought he had an album. I thought he had a, a single that went number one and it was like such a big thing at the time. But I must be completely wrong. Let's have a look as featuring an artist. Uh, no, he never. Fuck knows. Um, Fuck knows, he was part of the number one album for the Grenfell thing, but that doesn't count. Um, yeah, well, he, anyway, his album went number one and that was massive for him and he sold out and he did a sold out tour. And uh, and then his second album, that this time is now, that one came out um, and went number two, which is quite good, I guess. But yeah, I think by then the fall offs then, but now think how much he's cashing, how much 25 minutes on this video, think how much he's cashing in now on the Ibiza market and he'll still get festival gigs and stuff like that, I don't think you'll probably be able to sell it, well definitely wouldn't be able to do an arena now, but fest you do, you have one number one album, you can get festivals and, uh, and um, festivals and Ibiza and like party holidays and that all the time, he's always got the Ibiza Rocks pool parties sold out, he'll be making a fortune every summer, so he smashed it now, but he was the boy when he born to do it, one of the best ever, um, ever. And imagine how sick it was to be Craig David in 2000, in 2000 when born to do it came out when he was 18, 19 and he was the boy in England. He must have loved it. It's like, even in America, because he would crossed over, didn't he? He actually crossed over into America. He was massive in America. Born to do it did well and even slicker than the average did okay in America. Um, and he was massive in America as well, so it must have just been sick to be him. And he's sick, but then yeah, he did fall off, and the fall off was because he started making shit music, uh, and then he just the new into it. People, some people only know him for the new stuff, and it's sad. But yeah, this is the this is me setting the record straight on it. It's twenty six minutes, and I probably rep thought this was gonna go twenty. I haven't missed anything. Let me look on his list of albums. Did I go through all his album? Yeah, slicker than your average. True story. Um, yeah, I did. I, I talked about every album. So that's it. This is my Craig David video. I don't know when I'm going to release it, but it will get released. I'm going to do a Linz and Bratislava review. Or should I just tag them on this? Should I just do them now? Well, maybe I'm, I might do one, I might not. I feel like they'd, that's the sort of thing people like to listen to and stuff on this, but they definitely like to talk about European away. Bratislava is a dog shit and Linz was a really good place. Linz was sick, you know, actually I really liked Linz. Um, but I think I'll do a separate video of a little review of them both. If I can try and get that to 10 minutes, that'd be all right, wouldn't it? A little 10 minute video about uh, how good, Bratislava, how shit Bratislava was and how good Linz was. But what else have I got this week? I'm going to have the Combat Weekly. That'll be Thursday night again. So... I'm selling out officially. For these videos, I'm not going to ever take notes, live chat, no notes, nothing like that. But for the Combat Weekly one, I am going to do notes. But only the, the notes are only going to be 
Um, I've got. I've started doing a few now. It's just gonna. So I've just put George Joyce, uh, Zhang, Anthony Yard, Connor Ben, Canelo, Charlo, UFC. These are the notes so far. I'm going to talk about more, but these are what I've got down so far. Nothing about them, but just the topics. Because I feel like once I get the topic, once I remember the topic, I can speak about it. But I forget the topics, and then I end up finishing the video and thinking, why did I not speak about that when it's such a big thing coming up? So I'm not doing notes for the boxing and UF and MMA one, but I am doing. I am kind of doing notes, but still for these videos, no notes. They don't need notes. They're funnier when they're just kind of off the cuff. And even though I, I don't think it makes great videos, me searching through my phone for things, I think it's still quite funny um, for me finding like, things out live. So, yeah, I've got that coming out. Live chat Sunday, we need to get some... Well, we've got a few... probably got enough questions for the live chat because I always fall off anyway, but could do a few more intriguing questions. I've carried one question over now from all the way from the third live chat to this one. Uh, so it's done too, but does, does the airport one really count because it was a bit of a mess? Um, no, probably not. Right, this is it. I'm going to get off this video and possibly do a Bratislava Linz one back to back or not. Who knows? But yeah, like and subscribe as I need to say at the end of these. And that is it. See you later.